It was the album that tried to be absolutely everything at once. A splash of electronica, a touch of dance, a sprinkle of glam rock, a nod to R&B, the obligatory ballad followed by just a hint of the club scene thanks to nudity and mystical mantra courtesy of No More Rain. X. It was titled By The Thames, and in the early days it promised to give us an insight into one of Kylie's most personal periods, her battle with breast cancer. But that confessional album was never delivered. Instead, Kylie and her team, they put out an epic cattle call to all songwriters, musicians of all nationalities, all styles, all ages. And then, armed with hundreds of tunes, they began the process of creating a demo track feast. One that the fans would hunt out for many, many, many years to come. And yes, after some delightful little crumbs along the way, we finally, in 2017, I think it was, got practically the entire treasure trove of musical offcuts. Never quite sure how Kylie feels about that. Damien, Solomon and Michael are with me to discuss the 2007 album, X. Welcome, my golden friends. Hello. Hello, my fabulous uh, Kylie fans. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very excited and the cusp of golden and here we are reviewing X. Damien, so many Kylie comeback albums, but this one is so different. I'm returning this time from illness. Yeah, this this one was uh, the, the the apparent make or break album. It was released in two thousand and seven, towards the end of the year, I think in November. Um, it was just every songwriter in London apparently had a track on the album or was writing on the album. Uh, the brief was for, for for songwriting was quite broad, so they basically took tracks from pretty much anyone and everyone. Uh, it was successful here. It did over a million copies. Um, some love it and some hate it. Solomon, was X trying to be just too many things? Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm kind of mixed on that. But it was uh, certainly a mash of many different genres. And, uh, you know, I think it, it is a great body of work. Um, and to be released after such a personal battle, it was... Just, it was just what she needed and um, I'm glad there were so many happy tracks on there and you know she didn't um, you know focus on all the negatives and you know and it would have been so hard to do that you know after being through so much yeah, yeah. and hats off to Kylie I mean she obviously made that decision she didn't want to dwell on the darkness or she wasn't ready to I yeah. think is probably what it was but yeah, I think exactly. fans, I think it's fair to say, a lot of fans were waiting for that personal, confessional type of album. Well, X uh, has a special place in my heart, obviously, uh, during the whole cancer, you know, with, with Kylie uh, recovering and me being a showgirl where I was going to go and see the concert. And then it was, um, you know, back, the the bombshell was, was dropped that Kylie had cancer and, um, you know, and... You know, that kind of, I was very hurt as a fan. I cried. <laughs> I really did. And uh, so X to me, um, what it was, is it's not con cohesive, but it's it's an amazing album full of cool electronic hits, even even though Kylie didn't talk about her cancer personally. I don't think I, I was ready for that personally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think Kylie was ever going to uh, tell you too much anyway, mm -hmm. as we know Kylie just keeps, keeps a lot to herself, you know, it's very yeah. personal. 
um but um and i was in the uk as well uh, at the at the time <laughs> so i was actually very um you know blessed to actually see kylie meet kylie and be one of 200 200 from 400 the kylie show yeah, the kylie show yeah now this i've is, just yeah. got to say michael because you're too modest to say this anyone who wants to go and see this man himself dancing <laughs> alongside kylie go to the kylie show look up got to be certain and probably one of the other tracks and cosmic, and cosmic. Ah, sorry, cosmic. <laughs> there he is i always pause yeah. it when you're on there michael i pause it every yeah. time <laughs> It, it, yeah, it's a special, and, and the song "The One" as well. Right? All that kind. Of, I mean, I just love the whole album as a whole, um, and uh, it was not cancer related, which is fine, which is fine. But um, you know, I think it had some amazing songs on there. I get very frustrated by X because I think it could have been. I, I still think it's a solid album. It's fantastic. I love listening to it. Brings back a lot of memories for me too, Michael. Around the same vein that I knew I liked Kylie, but I didn't know how personally connected to her i was until i walked past the tv and she was on the headline i was like hang on what is this and turn up the volume my god Ooh. it knocked me for six and i was surprised by my reaction i didn't know i was so personally connected but this album speaking of it as a body of work i feel like it really could have been something if they'd stayed on that track of electronica because think of ruffle my feathers lose control yes. speakerphone like a drug the one they had enough tracks to keep this album electronica tastic if they wanted to mm. totally yeah hundred hundred percent i think if you listen to all of the off off cuts and even the b-sides that were actually officially released um just there's there's so many tracks that they could have they could have played with um do it again which is brilliant um sexual gold should have been on the record um ruffle my feathers should have been on the record there's so many of the the and i understand what you mean you you kind of feel that it could have been a much grittier and more satisfying record with some of those offcuts mm. exactly yeah. I, I almost believe that there was two albums here you know i, I remember yeah. yep. kiss me once you got see her in to be the executive producer and i remember the the recollection that Kylie has is that there were so many tracks they needed someone to come in and make sense of it and Sia said okay you've got a group of this you've got a group of that that should have happened with X they had three disc fulls 49 tracks at a minimum and probably a lot more where they mm. they should have grouped them and went okay let's release the Electronica album from heaven which they could have done they truly could have so much of the public have missed out on great tracks here we know them but the bulk of people don't and then made the album that possibly was a little bit more personal things like she fought very hard to get no more rain on the album for example i understand why they want, wanted to keep it off not because it's a bad but track. she also it doesn't fit she also fought she also fought very hard to put speakerphone on the album which they actually rejected is that right um when when yeah when she um had delivered speakerphone with bloodshine avant um i think produced it and they actually rejected it the first time round and there was a, a discussion that that should have been a single well she, you know there was no great secret that she loved the track and and wanted it on the album and um parlophone didn't actually like it isn't it a time when she worked with dead mouse you know the, the dj yeah she did one track with dead mouse which was um uh, change your mind um, yeah, it was but that also that also didn't make the record as well and um mm. uh, unlike her dealings with milo when she you know did the two mm. tracks with milo um her dealings with um danger mouse was pretty good and he actually took the track and turned it into happiness for alexis jordan yeah i heard the similarities now thank you for that i didn't know yeah 
And this is really interesting too. It has to be noted that during the creation of X with this cattle call they put out to all musicians, they pissed a lot of people off. I mean, we're talking yeah, yep. about Milo. We're talking about the 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 pets, uh, pet shop boys, pet shop boys, pet shop boys, and we're also talking about uh, boy George. And they're just the high profile ones. And have a little listen to this. This is what uh, Scottish musician Milo said because um, he thought fully that I'm in the mood for love and spell of desire. They were going to be on the album. Ego, mm. maybe. Who knows. He said, to be honest, I think this album is a complete mess, except for the track she blatantly stole from Kishmove, Two Hearts. I plan to keep up my public beef with Kylie for as long as possible. How good is that? I mean, she really, and, and I think there was a theme too, just as an aside, not that I care too much, that they weren't getting back to these songwriters and saying, yay, we're going yes. to use them, or no, we're not going to use them. They were all confused. Think- the Pet Shop Boys, of all people, they weren't sure until the album came out if their tracks were going to be used. Yeah. I think they just used so many people for the for, to to write for the album. It was kind of like you know, um, Hot Chips, um, a big single from a couple of years. I can't remember what it's called now, but that was written for her, and nobody got back to them, so they decided to release them themselves, and it became a number one. It's it was just one of those things that you know every writer in London was going to be on the on the new Kylie album, which was her resurrection album, which was going to be going to make them famous it was it was mm-hmm. commonly known and, and they got great tracks but yeah you're right i think they pissed off a lot of people well listen to this until we never yeah. heard anything back explained neil Tennant of the pet shop boys i think every songwriter in london wrote songs for kylie's last album when we were on tour we had two male backing singers and both had submitted songs for kylie's album as well they never heard anything either <laughs> and uh chris lowe the other half of the duo he went on to say we won't be doing it again really pissed off high profile Mm. people amazing and friends i thought friends with uh uh, kylie and boy george was he publicly i mean he publicly slams everyone let's face it but at that time he publicly slammed um kylie for not using survivor i think it was called wasn't it oh yeah the track wasn't already but i don't think that song was great i don't think it was any fantastic no no yeah, that's why it was left off. Yes, that's <laughs> right. But they could have told him, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about the lead single? I mean, Two Hearts. I've got a lot yeah. to say, but I'm going to let <laughs> you go first. Like the song. Um, knew the original uh, from Kishmaov, um, uh, as I knew a couple of other bits and pieces of theirs. They're very underground. They're very cool. Wrong choice of a first single. Yep. In, in in my opinion, it's a great song. It reminded me of the beginning of Ab Fab, to be quite honest. Um, <laughs> it, it, it just has that. <laughs> I'm never going to get just, that. No, no, you're, yeah. you're right. I, 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 I was under the impression uh, from Legend that uh, Parlophone pushed for this particular song to be the first, even though it really doesn't represent the album. I was under the impression that she wanted Wow. Um because she wanted to come back with a bang, but there was deb- much debate, and, and apparently she lost to that debate. Um, I think it's an I think it's a nice song at three minutes. No, yeah. just no, no, <laughs> just, just no. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Solomon, what what do you make of Two Hearts? I was just listening again to the Wheels on Fire today, mm. and you know, you every time I hear her cover of that, I just think of Two Hearts and how sonically they're so similar um yeah. but anyway two hearts yeah 
again, I don't think it was the best choice for a lead single of an album that is so different to the song. It would have been a much safer choice for with something like Wow in My Arms to really come back to the direct pop scene and, um, you know, bring back a track that is going to get the most exposure that most people will love. Now, um, Solomon, I've, yeah. got to, I've got to tell you something. You've got me very excited because yes. I want you to tell everyone, how old were you in 2007? Oh, God. Um, I was uh, five slash six. Uh, yeah, I would have been six years old. So but I remember pe- people say Kylie out. has no young fans. So Michael and Damien, round of applause for the young Kylie oh, fan. Well they do done. exist. They do <laughs> exist. Yay, they're going to carry the torch because I yeah. think we're all going to die off soon. But here we got Solomon to carry on the legacy. I'm keeping us alive. I'm keeping, keeping us alive. alive. Carrying it into the next generation. Brilliant stuff. Well, I'll welcome that torch onto you willingly. Welcome to the Kylie fanaticals. Yes. <laughs> One day, can I long say- reign. <laughs> Can I say Two Hearts was just, uh, you know, to me, uh, the, the thing I remember about the video was that she looked hot, yeah, it was different, and Kylie was pushing the boundaries again. But, you know Mike, I mean? this so, video oh. was hideous. Did you just say she looked hot? She looked hot. This is a terrible hot, video. Right? I hate it. I think, I think Kylie looked hot. Pretty the, awesome. the video, uh, the second video she did with the t- for TF4 from the BBC was a, a better um a better shot video, a better representation of the song, so to speak. Um, but I do agree. I, I thought the video was really average. But as a song itself, I couldn't get my head around it. <laughs> and I tried to get into it. And I love, I think the thing, the thing I love about the song was the ooh, I mean love, ooh. <laughs> you know, that, that part. Yeah, well, she says that they spent a lot of time in the recording studio trying to perfect that exact sound. And it was funnily brave, enough, they I mean, ended up with exactly the same as they did of the Kishmo version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't any different, was it? It wasn't very really much really, different. Not really. Yeah. There was no difference. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah, but no, no, for me, as a lead single, that sort of stuffed up the whole ex era, I reckon. Okay, so if we all agree that it shouldn't have been the lead single, and that's pretty universal, three mega fans here all saying the same thing, what should have been the lead single? Wow. Speakerphone. <laughs> if, if that was on wow. the album. Um, well, I agree. Well, or in my arms, I agree with Solomon. I think yeah. that you you're in a, you're in an arena where pop music at that time had made such a massive return, and you're competing with the Justin Timberlakes, the Britney Spears, the mm, yes. you know, to a degree Madonna, only to a degree. Um, and <laughs> you, um, poor love, um, you are you you're agreeing you you you're trying to compete with these megastars who are coming up with perfect pop slices mm. and you need to come up with and if you've got those in on your record then you put them out yeah but Damien, you put I your think best that's precisely forward. the reason why she should never have released wow in my opinion because it was a copy a carbon copy of what what was already out there when you're sitting on something as brilliant as speakerphone and as experimental mm. but p- plus pop and plus electronica and personally, I just hate Wow anyway. I, th- I find it very cynical. She even says, Wow, we needed a song like Wow, so we went and made a song like Wow. Yeah. For me, that's not yeah. natural mm. musicianship, I think, really not. I think, though, if you have a track that's uh, even even to a degree in my arms, um, y- you, you have a track which sucks people in and then 
and you're right they could have made the, the electronic album from hell um and if they'd sucked people in with a a much more bolder first single then and had an had a record that was much more electronic it would have it, it would have flown Oh, Mikey, do you agree with me? How amazing could the video for Speakerphone have been? I mean, yeah. it could have been freaking yeah. incredible. The imagination knows no limits on this song. I mean, you just got to look at the way it was performed live. That was awesome, I man. Went it. off. You know what I mean? Like, how good is that? Like, mm. and I, Speakerphone as well. Like, didn't Madonna say <laughs> she loved Speakerphone? I think she did. Yeah, 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 yeah. She did. It was everything, Kylie. It was it was electronic. It was perfect. That was that would have been the perfect lead single in my in my um in my opinion. So let's and even speak actually talking about Speakerphone, it debuted at it went on to number ninety five on the billboards in Canada, <laughs> just on downloads alone. Oh, did you wow. know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. And that was just downloads. There was no video, nothing. Although I will say I, there wasn't a video. You're absolutely right. But there was a fan competition. And yes. this guy who's quite a, a fantastic amateur animator, he won a competition. I don't know what he got for it. I think he got bugger all, frankly. But his video was played before a Kylie X tour concert as reward for his efforts. It was pretty good, too. I do remember oh, seeing cool. something on that, yeah. Track two on X was Like a Drug. Oh, I like I, I, all I can think is her on on the um on the big skull when I think of like a drug. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, Kylie metaphor. is like a drug, isn't she? She's <laughs> for us. She's like she's our drug. <laughs> but which, yeah. which drug is she, Mike? She's a uh, full ecstasy, mate. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> At least not she's not down a <laughs> Pure MDMA. She is a pure MDMA. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, mm. Just a brilliant track from start mm. to finish, mm. flawless. Mm. Yeah, um, it's. I feel like it's one of those tracks that, you know, you you couldn't release it as a single because it's just there for the people that bought the album. You know, it's um, so it's one of those sort of great tracks that wouldn't really fit on radio, and the public who don't buy the album don't really deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been one of those club tracks though that they made 15 remixes for and put out into yeah. the, yeah. the DJ yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a missed opportunity there with that that could have been you know such a a big club track for her. Now interestingly track 3 on the album in my arms um I mean this leaked before the album it's yeah i think this leaked before the yeah. album and there was a different version yeah. uh maybe she wasn't speaking the words or was speaking the words how do you describe a feeling can't quite remember but i remember hearing this before the album was actually released i think it was the version that leaked as you know a part of all the x demos there was a rough in my arms in there and it has a sort of uh additional part before the chorus like yeah, uh, where it goes back to she's speaking yeah yeah and i i honestly like that version a lot better than the one that was released and i wish it got mastered can i also add that in my arms it was uh, written with uh, uh calvin harris and uh, i think yeah. carly would be the first to use him before these you. american stars decided mm -hmm. to use him so she was actually yeah. she yeah she actually put that put him out there in, in the big world of music and now and then they've caught on to kylie what she was trying to do but they they grabbed him instead and he's worked with so many other people now big hits he's an extraordinary talent and i remember kylie during the interviews around x talking about this young calvin dude and how brave yeah. he was with his production of songs mm. but kylie was the first to use him so i, I you know she's a, a trendsetter there you go yeah 
I don't know yeah. why I feel like this, but I feel a little bit ripped off that, um, and I shouldn't because I've got no right to, but I feel a little bit ripped off that she went and made the videos for In My Arms and Wow back to back. In America? Yeah, in one long session. It was like it cheapened the whole deal or something. I don't know why. That's just, it's my neurosis, I think, kicking in there. But she certainly did that, and I'd never heard of her doing that before or since. It was sort of like a big mass-produced Aldi video club or something. I, I think no. it's maybe her recovery. could be to do with something to do with her recovery, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or yeah. it could have been to do yeah, with the fact yeah. that she had a tour looming yeah. and they were like, okay, we've got rehearsals for a tour mm. and you have a week to make two videos. Well, I think oh, it was shit. much – all of those factors may have been at play, but I think the reality is that they, they decided to do something a bit different and I commend them for that, mm. which was release In My Arms and Wow in different territories. So they needed the two videos simultaneously. I think it's as simple as that. Now, track five. Sensitized. We come to sensitized. Now, this is Kylie riding a bull, redheaded. <laughs> the Kylie yeah. show, which I was part of. <laughs> yeah. The you slightly know. less sexy version of the commercial she'd already made in the past. Oh, I cannot stand sensitized. I want to like it, can't like yeah. it, hate it yeah. with the most yeah. glorious passion. <laughs> I'm with you on that, Tim. I don't like it. I don't even know why it was put on the album. And those little and woos. Woo! Yeah. Woo! It wasn't it said that for some reason the reason why that song made the album was because uh, uh, what's her name had a uh, some kind of contract Kathy Dennis or something with oh did Kathy Dennis have a hand in this yeah well, I don't Kathy, know. yeah she's the, a writer of the track I think and producer uh, what, what, uh, Guy Chambers also was involved in it and from what I understand mm-hmm. it, the track yes. was actually offered to Robbie Williams first because um, of the because of the surge guns well it was it, it obviously without obviously without words um but it was offered to robbie apparently and um and he turned it down and it had a surge gunsberg um sample in it so yeah, yeah Kathy and dennis clyde. was brought in yeah bonnie and clyde and surge and uh, kathy dennis was then brought in to uh write the lyrics for it so yeah oh. Okay. I, I don't hate it. I just think it's about t- a minute too long. I think it's about four minutes I too agree. long. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> but then a return to form, Heartbeat Rock. Again, all of this on the condition, from my point of view, that a lot of these don't fit a musical theme. But in their own right, Heartbeat Rock is a, is a, it's a great track. Calvin Harris as well. I remember her talking about there's a little pause in this song, which she doesn't do very often in, in her work. Just one beat of silence and Kylie thought that was really brave and she's right it is that's that's a brave move I love it I love it there was re- there was a remix with a uh, a rapper as well I can't remember who it was that kind of um came out as well obviously no uh, but I, I do remember who remixed it and this wasn't the rapper but I think it was Benny Blanco which again yeah, he, yeah. Oh, um, we love him I'm 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 not sure of his uh, I'm unsure of his history before this but you know he again he was he someone that she sort of brought to light, or did he have a no, bit of his no, no? Before? He's been around for a long time, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's okay. but he's a he's a pure genius. Oh, yeah, he's he's, a, he's amazing. He knows exactly what the dance floor is mm. doing at this moment right now. Like he he's so good. X yeah, to a version of Heartbeat Rock. Fucking love it. Didn't we? <laughs> oh, 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 Never amazing. knew Kylie could do the splits. There you go. My God, that's perfect. And the American thing. Heartbeat Rock, the, the cheerleading thing. It's perfect. I loved it. Love it. Love it. I remember the day the DVD came out for the tour and I was 
all over that. We just sat in the living room and watched it all together. <laughs> it was oh, funny. Wow. Yeah, that, it's brilliant. No, I just don't know why they made bit. it so grainy. I have no idea what that was about, but nonetheless. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. We go to the one. Now, ah, the one is just, isn't uh, sensational, magic. fan favourite? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Especially the remix, Freemasons yeah. remix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the remix is my favourite. Yeah, that that track, um, it deserves so much more, you know, as a single, not a lead, but, you know, yeah. a second one. Um, and then I think it all collapsed under the whole parlophone mess of the yes. regional releases, and then they didn't want to carry the project forward. Mm. It, it, it deserves so much more than... It and got. It deserved so much more than I, I am a William Baker defender, but I do not like it when he tampers with the video clips. Leave them alone, and I <laughs> am really upset that he got his hands on this. It really upsets me. And don't do you just wait till we get to all I see, Mister Baker, because it's getting get worse. Yeah, look, I, th- I think the one is one of those things like the remixes really re- re-established her in the dance community in a major way because you heard that everywhere. It went everywhere, whether it be the, mm-hmm. the, the single order, edit or the, or the full remix. And the Freemasons can really, like for a, for a while, they couldn't do any wrong. It's just mm-hmm. such a such yeah. a beautifully, it, it should have been a single, it should have been um, yeah. A, a not so much a lead single, but it definitely should have been one of those ones that everybody knew. It should have been a radio single. Um, I, you know, legend has it that she pushed and pushed and pushed for these remixes to be made. And uh, as a fan, I just thought, oh, this doesn't get any better. This was one of those tracks that I just thought, yeah, I, I'm on board. I was with my well, away from my boyfriend at the time. We, we left each other, obviously. He was in Chicago, I was in London. This, the song was out and stuff. And uh, it says, there's a words where it says, can you hear me? I'm connecting with you. Can you feel me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh, you know what I mean? It, it, kind of, it, it is one of the best songs on the album. Track eight is No More Rain. Now, this is the one that Kylie fought hard to get on the album. There were a few of those. And she wrote it herself. I love the lyrics to this song. I can't fault those. And they really do tell the story of Kylie. And she wrote this while she was recovering in Melbourne, from what I heard. And I was imagining her in her bedroom at her parents' house because it was quite cute. She recovered in under the care of, of her mother in particular. And she wrote this song. It was a visualisation. It's a true healing journey. She was visualising being back yeah. on stage with her fans. It's actually a little bit of a gift to us that's the closest we're going to get to her cancer recovery for that for that album anyway mm. i think i remember watching it on the dvd and just think uh, i it, it's emotional still when i watch it because it's like um it makes you think about her journey you know all in the past two years and how she's still here and she's still on the stage still you know selling out and singing to all her fans and she got past it all all I See, track number nine on X. I think this might be a divisive song. I personally love it. It certainly it does did. not fit on X, for God's sake. It doesn't fit. But no. I'm sort of glad she got it. I, and when I first heard it, all I thought was Janet Jackson. Um, I think I, I think um, for, for me, uh, All I See is my, my sensitized. Um, yeah. It's For me, I, it's the one that I just I can't connect with. I tried. Mm. Um, Acoustically, and, what about that, Damien? Um, 
uh, the acoustic thing that uh, with the with the three girls and the guitar. Yeah, yeah. On, on um, I, I don't mind, but when you consider all of the other things that were recorded around that time that mm. didn't make the record, I'm kind of like, mm. you know, yeah. And this was a rush in as well. It was like, yeah, she was just when I imagine the creation of this album, like I I see hands, Kylie's hands and all her production people's hands just grabbing at absolutely everything. And this came in at the last minute. And yeah, it's a good track. It absolutely is. So Mm -hmm. they just went grab it. Forget what we're actually working on here. Forget the theme. Forget cohesion. Forget everything. It's just a good track. Let's grab it and record it before anyone else does. I I love R&B and I love I love all I see. Um, with featuring Mims as well, so I'm not one of those ah rapper, event rapper. I because <laughs> I am a Westie with a Lebanese background. I love R and B. You know, I grew up with all that. So and old school music. Uh, I have to say, uh, this was supposed to be the first single in America with no video, <laughs> and you know, and it was released there mm. with a digitally, digitally only. So um, and then Kylie had to go there and sing this song now these performances on us tv were hideous hideous performances yes in my opinion yes there was one on ferguson i think she did on ellen as well when she also revealed a bit of extra information about her cancer the the wrong diagnoses Uh, the performances were 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 horrible and the the william baker video that he made um was was like Oh, I've done better it. with a handy cam, but um, <laughs> it was it was not actually. I better not say that. Um, it was pretty bad. No, it was bad. And, no, you can say and that. And it was bad. I, I know. Mean. I mean, it's a, it's a, sort of a tender song, and she's dressed like something you'd find in yeah. Malaysia on a in a red light district. Yeah, and it's kind of like I know you want to show <laughs> our headquarters. You know, the videos across this whole era really, Wow and In My Arms were the only two that kind of matched up. But a lot of the styling of the videos in the, in this particular era was were not great. Like, um, no, no offense to William, but like he did an amazing tour, and let's not detract from that. But the videos that were made with this and the styling that was connected to it um, w- was not that great. Maybe. Can I also say when Kylie had cancer, when she's coming back, her body changed as well. So she would have been insecure about her body. On, on you know, one of the reviews of the X tour, um, one thing I never thought I'd read about Kylie, one of the reviews went on about how good the concert was live, all of that sort of stuff, but the reviewer in the middle of it made this little throwaway comment, uh, Minogue was looking rather more stout than she has previously. Wow. I was like, that's stout? That's stout? That's oh, man, that's, 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 that's not kind. <laughs> Well, we know that cancer, when you get cancer, obviously your body changes with chemo and, you know, radiotherapy. It, you, 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 tend, you put on this, you blow, you know, you become a bit, you know, you're, you're not yourself. So you, got, you put on more mm. mass. Now, before we go through tracks 10 to 13, Stars, Wow, Nudity and Cosmic, a really brief segue, Kylie Show, yay or nay? Yay. Yay. Yay, yay. I was there, yay, 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 and I spoke oh, I to forgot Kylie. Michael was here. Uh, I'll go yay then. <laughs> Matt, I, I saw. Can I just uh, share with, with all the Kylie fans when I when I when I was in London and I, I applied for it, I sent my SX cover, which is the infamous SX cover. I don't know if you've seen that. Damien mm-hmm. might see it. Yeah. Anyway, to to them and say, um, look, I'm not a dancer because they're looking for dancers between 18 and 30 years old. I was 31 at the time and I was in London working. You lied. And I sent through the SX <laughs> and because they're looking for urban. They're looking for urban-looking dancers. And I thought, okay, I must be look urban. Is that, am I urban? <laughs> I don't know. But I sent through SX, cut the story short. I got an email back saying, congratulations, you have been selected as one of 200 
out of, out of 400,000 applications, mind you, <laughs> or the Kylie show, it was amazing to see Kylie behind the scenes at her yeah. um, you know, working with cameras, and she was in full control, full control, you know what I mean? Like she, and, and I was looking at her, I was like, wow, not, not many fans can see her just watching her work whilst we have to we had to wait right in front of her, you know what I mean? There's a stage and whatever. Um, and then when she started to talk to us, she's like, she goes, oh, thank you for coming. And then she, anyone from out abroad here, from us, you know, abroad, like from somewhere else, I, said, I put up my hand. I said, look, I'm from Australia. Kylie, I want to show you my Kylie tattoo because <laughs> I've got a Kylie tattoo on my shoulders. And um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we had an interaction and she's, and I said, well, you know, I'm so grateful to be here. You know, I'm from Australia, blah, blah. And um, yeah, I just wanted to show you my Kylie tattoo. She goes, I think you know, that was beautiful. But, you know, she, she was just amazing just, just to sort of see after the whole cancer thing and like you know she she looked amazing australian you know and and just not up herself or you know she she spoke with everybody she wasn't I just looking to say, at you as if you might be a few years over the age limit was she <laughs> i was 31 i told him i was 31 i wasn't lying like, you know, I i'm only teasing you mr urbane <laughs> yeah, excuse was, me <laughs> look all right, let's move on to track 10, Stars. Stars was partly written by Kylie herself, not one of my favourites, one of those ones I can't connect. It was also leaked, yeah. I'm sure, around the same time as In My Arms. I, I yeah, think I was, remember yeah. hearing it before the album was released, and it was in a bit more of a demo, or certainly not the quality that it is on the album. Didn't like it then, didn't like it when I heard it on the album either. I'm with you, Tim. I don't like it. Didn't like it, can't connect. That's the end of that. I think, I, think it's, I think it's a sweet, I think it would have been a great B-side. I'm telling you, at the time, people were like, oh, this is the best song ever, oh, the best thing she's ever done. I, think, I really do done remember the do. hype about that. But, I think that um, we should do I'm, a Kylie Cull, where we get everyone yeah. everyone who likes stars go and stand over there, everyone who doesn't stand <laughs> over there, and we just pull the plug on the ones who like stars. <laughs> Down the I pipe. Mean, wow. Mm. I like Wow. It it reminds me of, of of particular nights in certain clubs. So, and there were a couple of uh, versions floating around via email of extended versions and versions that were sort of edited to make them much more sort of dance club friendly. Um, it reminds me of summer. It reminds me of sun. Um, then when I saw the video, I was really confused because <laughs> it's like it's like a space age. Michelin Man thing, uh, yeah, and it's kind of like no, just no. Um, yep. When I hear the beginning of that song, it just takes me back to summer in Sydney. Yeah, Tamarama Beach, going to clubs, that type of thing. Actually, having a tan. Glamorama. <laughs> I also remember the uh, the Brit Awards as well. I mean, that yes. was a real case of no, just no. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, Non-Kylie fans love Wow, 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 Wow. <laughs> I know there's a few that, um, yeah, they, they don't mind that song. I mean, k taking Wow, 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 I mean, that's just a, <laughs> an amazing chorus. An amazing chorus. Wow, 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 Wow. become part okay, of Kylie right. language, hasn't it, actually? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, I, I think it wasn't too bad, but the, the, as I said, it was, uh, it was um, with her British, obviously, performing at the Brits, that was really embarrassing for, for Kylie standards, you know what I mean? You know, it was one of those tracks where I over-listened to it and I got tired of it. That but happens I do with remember Kylie, the, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the first thing I thought about the track was it sounds um, similar to Holiday by Madonna. I can't, mm. I still can't mm. pinpoint what exactly about the song You're not the first person similar, to say it, though. But, 
But it's no, dun, no, dun, and dun, I found dun, that dun, 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 dun. it's that part. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame, but. Jono the pup's not part of this podcast because he'd like this track. And a shout out to you, Jono, wherever you are listening. Track twelve, <laughs> nudity, because Jono has a bit of a habit of doing these podcasts in the nude. Or so he says. He's never actually verified that. Yes, Whoa. apparently he does. He sits there talking about light years and God knows where his hands are. But nonetheless, <laughs> lucky there was no videos. More power to him, I say. That's why we only do audio. That's why we only do audio. <laughs> so that's, nudity. That's what a right. thumping bass does this track have, though? Nudity. How good yep. was during X? You know, and um, I think it's a cute song. I, I really, I don't mind it at all. It's very, very naughty lyrics. I love it. It was an outcast, but it was the outcast that the album needed. and um, <laughs> The outcast and that the album needed. I like that. Uh, Kylie, I interrupt you to uh, say that Kylie has just announced Stop Me From Falling is being premiered on BBC Radio 2 tomorrow morning. Breaking news. Kylie just announced while we're recording this podcast. What? She just tweeted, uh, so the next single from my new album, Golden, Stop Me From Falling, is premiering tomorrow on BBC Radio 2 with Chris Evans. Woohoo! Which Yay. means it'll drop, uh, drop in iTunes on Saturday. <laughs> so returning to talk about nudity, I know we're, we're living in 2018, but let's go, let's go back to 2007. Listen to this lyric, would you? Time to strip down, time to strip down. Just pop that zipper for me and work that thing out. Just expose it, because you know it's all right, all right. Are you ready to let it go tonight? What is she talking about, Michael? <laughs> it's what we've all got, a penis. And yeah, I, I Michael, think, what is she talking about? <laughs> something that I don't see much of anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Except for mine. But, Solomon yeah, will just, take that baton and run. I can't believe I just said that radio. Oh, oh. <laughs> but anyway, that was, um, yeah, I, I, I think it was naughty, Kylie. Uh, and then I she did the, oh, yeah. the, the viral video that she tried to make here, or did make. Uh, I really yeah. love that, you know, with all the dancers behind the scenes of the X tour when they... Um, yeah, that was cool. It was pretty clever, actually. Um, the final track on the album, Cosmic. I saw that live at the Kylie. I was part of the Kylie show, obviously. The, the two tracks that I was part of was Got To Be Certain and uh, Cosmic. I right. wanted to write a song called Cosmic, Michael. I just don't think she should have written a song about Cosmic. <laughs> <laughs> very lame. So, yeah, I'm not a big, big fan of that. And so, I'm a little very... bit obsessed with this, that the very first two little beats, or maybe four, are exactly the same, in my opinion, not exactly, but very similar to Put Yourself in My Place. And no one else can mm. hear it. Everyone says, no, you're nuts. You're an idiot. No, no, you can. 100%. Yeah. I, I don't think I can hear it either. Yeah, you are nuts. That's all right. I've got a few cracks in at you tonight, so you're no, no, you no, deserve no, to get back at me. <laughs> you know, uh opening the song with I wanted to write a song called uh was I think there's something so special about that. Yeah, it's a it's a cute track, um, but not something that I always go to listen to. I think it's something that I listen to when I'm listening to the album in full, and that's about it, really. I wanted, I wanted to take your place just sometimes to know the things you know and why you did the things you do. That does not make sense. Sorry, Kylie. doesn't. 
Now, if we spoke yeah. about B-sides and additional tracks for X, we would be here for the rest of our lives. I mean, first yes, of all, yeah. we should mention that you can easily go to YouTube and get a one and a half hour to two hour video of all the leaked tracks that finally leaked in bulk <laughs> around 2017 at the beginning, around January or possibly December 2016, around that time. Very exciting. Like I say, we'd been ravenous hordes for years waiting for that to drop. But what about some of the more official Magnetic Electric was originally going to be the name of this album, uh, rumoured to be yeah. at least at one stage. Mm. Great track. She started the anti-tour with this as well. Great song. Great. Just the oh, whole, I love the, the song. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, should have been on the record. Um, I agree that it should have. It, it could have set the tone for a, a really good electronica album, and it's it's strong enough to have been one of those things that done live. It could be really well interpreted white diamond king or queen i don't know what it is carried away cherry bomb do it again i love cherry bomb <laughs> yeah now cherry bomb does deserve mentioning in isolation it doesn't it does and that should have been on the album and i love it should have been even a single what are we making yeah. the cover of this album and the styling of x in general we've spoke about the video clips and the kylie show so we've spoken about the styling to an extent what about the cover here I love the cover. Covers, yeah, the cover say, rocks, say it right here. Yeah. yeah, and I love, um, you know, the such a symbol of my childhood growing up loving Kylie was the fact that that the little things like, um, you know, the logo, the K forming a sort of V shape, and that odd sort of drawing of the K with fever, and then it got carried on to X with a different drawing of the logo. And I just I love the design of the front cover. It's um, it's uh, so vibrant in color with without you know showing too much color. It stands out. I think it's it's very reminiscent of the old trademark posters that that used to sort of advertise the dance parties back in the the nineties um, mm. that were done by Mark Waddell. And the, the stylistically the the album cover, um, you know, with with just with the colouring and the, 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 the shading and the outlines around it really take it to a much more artistic level rather than just sticking a black and white photo of how pretty she looks. And, and can I say also, didn't Gaga copy that Kylie look? Um, I think it was Katy Perry, actually. There's that a Katy Perry totally. meme that, that, that's gone around. It was 2007 picture of yep. Kylie and 2017 picture of Katy Perry. And uh, don't, don't forget, during that time, Colin Nag went to uh, America, obviously for you, for me, after that. For, um, yeah. oh, because the album wasn't successful there, obviously. X, it was 100 and, number 100 and something, 30 in on the US Billboard. But in Australia, that, we had a number one album, which number was... Number one phenomenal. album? Yes, we did have a number one album. And uh, we sold, she sold 70,000, so it went platinum here in Australia. Number mm. four in the UK... Uh, yep. Which is um, that's a bit shocked for me as like Kylie comeback should have been I thought it should have been higher but obviously two hearts didn't really gel much with these people but it did end up selling like half a million. In, I think in it's actually I think it's actually topped the million now worldwide. Yeah, 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 that's so, right. Yeah. yeah, but in Surely. the UK it sold four hundred and something, like close to half a million in the UK alone. Yeah. Um, and then it was top twenty in um, in many other countries: Austria, Germany, Ireland um switzerland and yeah yeah so it, it it did it did well for kylie but you know obviously the the the, she, the tour did amazing for her she went uh she ended up touring um in south africa around europe you know um 
and yeah, uh, yeah and all over brilliant Europe. tour right yeah. this was this was fantastic South America. Yeah, yeah it was amazing and don't forget that stage was also uh, first led yeah it was all lit lit on the floor you know it wasn't been done before as well it was it was a big uh, it was at the time it was one of the uh yeah a leader in, in it was in a state. huge production it was it was um novel and new and also i'm pretty sure that the x tour kept morphing as it made its way around the world to a certain extent yeah. anyway much more than in other tours before or since it kept changing i know that it changed a lot it opened in paris i think from memory and uh yeah. it was quite long but yeah it, mm. it was very different show by the time it had made it to other territories commercially was x yeah. successful yes commercial success it was definitely successful commercially so um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah and if you can tour for 18 months on a record um even if you, you even if you in your mind you think you've only you you haven't made it commercially successful but if you can tour for 18 months on a record yeah. it's successful that tour went everywhere like mm -hmm. there, there it, it wasn't just an english japan um we went Australia, to Asia, and, and that's it. she went everywhere, yeah, and yes. it, you know, all through Europe, and it was mm. a it was a massive, massive tour. She, she she knows what she's doing, and she also was nominated for the Brit Award for the International Female, uh, and and she also nominated for the Grammy uh, for the Best Dance Electronic Album. So it was her fifth Grammy nomination. Um, so it did pretty well and sold one million copies worldwide. That's yeah. not bad at all. Do we listen to this album? Yes. Um, I've got my own version of it um, as of a playlist. You do. In, in, yeah, yeah. Um, well, which which uh, I listen to quite regularly because I've yeah. I don't have that album. Um, listening to I'm listening to an album of Kylie's in the car, and it's the fifty plus one. So, oh, nice. <laughs> which is That's which is there. Yeah, I love it. I love it because it's all. But I'm, X, I, I haven't heard it for a while. Um, now that we've spoken about it, I think I'm going to pull it out and work it in the car. <laughs> I, well, I actually listened to it today. Like, I actually listened to the proper version, not my own. What do you think? Well, I prefer my edited version. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for me, it, it was it's, a, it's about a 7 out of 10. It would have been so much better as a two-disc sort of release or a two-part release um, because th there's so many tracks that fit onto one side and then to the other. I, I've just found this little uh, list I've done up here. So on disc one, it's sort of the electro tracks like Magnetic Electric, In My Arms, Heartbeat Rock, Cherry Bomb, Did it, Do It Again, um, Nudity. Uh, disc two is the more downplayed side of it, and the more you know raw um, instruments such as Two Hearts, Cosmic Stars, even White Diamond I put on there. It is such a um, wide variety of tracks, and it is listenable. And that's it. X, the album that tried to be absolutely everything at one time. Golden Friends, thank you so much for your time tonight, Damien, Solomon, and Michael. Fantastic for remembering the X album from 2007. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank, thank you very you. much. Yeah, thank you again. Good to, good to talk again <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> yeah.